The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Lamid <coughs> Today's daf is being studied Le'alun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. We begin today's daf on Lamid Gimel Hamud Bet and we start three, four, five, six lines from the bottom and we continue in uh, the Seder Avodah according to the way Abaye reported it in the name of Abba Shaul. So now we go to the Gemara. The uh, cleaning out of the two Nerot precedes the bringing of the Ketoret. Again, we remember according to Abba Shaul, the Ketoret is brought after the entire Hatavat Nerot. Hatavat Nerot was done in two stages. It was done Hatavat Hamesh Nerot, and then uh, according to um, the way we understand, we had Dam in the middle, Zerikata Dam of the Ola, and then you had the Tabachtenerot, and now saying the Ketoret, the Amar Kera, which is based on the Pasuk, Behetibo Etanerot, Vehadar Yechtirena. So it's a Beferush Pasuk, it says Behetibo Etanerot Ben Arbaim Yechtirena. So therefore, from the fact that it says, well, it's actually the Pasuk is not Ben Arbaim, it's Baboker, Baboker, Behetibo Etanerot Yechtirena, which is that after you know the Tabachtenerot, you bring the Ketoret. Uktoret Evarim. And the Ketoret uh, comes first and then followed by the Evarinas, the limbs of the Korban Ola. The Tanya, we have a Braita. Yukdam davar sheneemar bo baboker baboker le davar shelon neemar bo ela boker echad bilvat. Which means the Ketoret has in it boker boker, has the word boker twice. Like it says baboker baboker beetibot anirot yachtirena. So we have a double boker by Ketoret, whereas by the Korban Tamid, we only have a single boker. So therefore, it makes sense to, pr- to proceed the double boker of the Ketoret before the Evarim. Rashi on this has a question. Rashi, Dibura Matheel, will start, Ledavar shelo neemar bo ela boker echad, hatamid neemar bo ta'asib boker bim tomar, hashadinan ale echad behanak tishne gizirin. We learned yesterday's daf, that one of the bokers of the Shinegizirin we threw onto the Tamid. So now once you say that, so therefore the Tamid also has two bokers. So the, she says, Adam Tamidu the Shadin and Velo Ala Evarim. So which part of the Tamid are we throwing that boker on? We threw it on the dam aspect of it. But we didn't throw it on the Evarim. And here we're discussing the Evarim. So therefore the Evarim only end up with one boker. The Imtomar Mechaper Adif. 
Also, the, 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 she has a different question. It's a choice between the Ketoret and the Evarim. The Evarim should come first because the Evarim are a factor of Kapara. And we said in the previous Gemara that Kapara overrides. That she says, in Kapara el Abedam. The main Kapara of the Korban is not in the limbs being burnt on the Mizbayah. The main Kapara is the blood. And therefore, we're back to the point that Ketoret has two bokers, where the Evarim only have one boker. So again, as she was bothered, but you have two bokers by the Tamid, because yesterday we took a boker of Shnegis, and I see we put it on the Tamid. It says we put it on the dab of the Tamid, but not on the Evarim of the Tamid. And the Evarim is also not a Kapara aspect, so therefore the Ketoret would come first. <coughs> Comes the Gemara and says, Ve'evarim Mincha. Right. You bring the Evarim, that's the Korban Tamid, and then the Minha, that's the meal offering that follows. The Tanya, we have a bright Minayin Shelo Yehedavar, Kodim Litamid Shel Shachar. How do we know that nothing goes on the Mizbeah before the Tamid Shel Shachar, which means the Tamid Shel Shachar must go first? How do we know that? So the Gemara says, Talmud Lomahat, because we have a Pasuk, Ve'arach Aleha Ha'ola. And you will place on the Mizbeach the Ola. Now, it doesn't, which is mashma that Rabbah says, Ve'amar Rabbah, Ha'ola, the Ola, He Ola Rishona. That is the first Ola, meaning as the first item that goes on the Mizbeach. Therefore, you cannot put the Minha before the Ola. They're learning from the words, Ve'arach Aleha Ha'ola, that Ola is the first item that goes on the Mizbeach. Now, that she says, Tamud Omar Ba'arach Ale Ha'ola, Ha'ola wa Teheh, Mashma Teheh Rishona. It's Mashma that the point of the Pasuk is telling us is that it should come first. Di'i le'eruye ba'alma atta shi'ekhtidu aleha, Ola u'shlamim, Nikhtov Ve'arach Aleha. Which is, if the Pasuk was just coming to tell me that um, you place the Qurban Ola in the Mizbeah and then you follow it up by other Qurbanot, the Pasuk could have just said, Ve'arach Aleha, that you place on the Mizbeah after all the other Qurbanot. But from the fact that it says, Ha'ola, Ha'ola is coming to tell me, Hidush Ta'wat, Dafka the Ola comes uh, first. So again, Okay, she's bothered, she's saying, who says, maybe the Pasuk is just coming to tell me, Ve'arach Aleha, you have to put the Qurban Ola in the Mizbeah. How do you know that it's coming to tell me it comes first? So the, because she says the Pasuk could have said, the Arach Aleha. However, the word Ha'ola is coming to tell me that it comes before any other Qurban. Now, the question is, how do you know that this Pasuk is referring to the Qurban Ola Tamid Shel Shachar? Maybe it's referring to a different Ola. So how do we know this is referring to just, the, the Pasuk just says, Ba'arach Aleha Ha'ola. It doesn't tell us uh, the Ola Tamid Shel Shachar. So the Tosafot says, Dibura Matril, Haola Ola Rishona Yeshbe Farshim, she Ola Tamichi Kitubari Shona, the Kola Kurban of the Parashat Pinehas. So when the Gemara says, Haola Ola Rishona, what does Rishona mean? Rishona means the first Ola that's mentioned in Parashat Pinehas. Because in Parashat Pinehas it gives us a listing of all the Kurbanot. And the first Kurban that it lists is Ola Tamich. So therefore, Ola Rishona means the Ola Rishona that's mentioned in Parashat Pinehas. Iname. Or we could say that when it says it means the first Allah that was ever brought. Now, according to one opinion, the first Qurban that was ever brought by Christ Yisrael was at Har Sinai, before Matan Torah. 
And what was that um, uh, Qurban that they brought? The Qurban was an Ola. So therefore when they say Ola Rishona, it's the Ola Tami. They call it Rishona because it was the first one that was brought at Har Sinai. Fine. Comes the Gemara. So that's how we know the, uh, tam- the Tamid goes first and then the Mincha follows it. Because he Ha'ola, the Ola has got to be the first thing on the Mizbayah. Comes the Gemara and says... <coughs> The Minha comes before the Habitin. The Habitin was the Minha of the Kohen Gadol. It was split up into two parts, half in the morning and half in the afternoon. <coughs> so you bring the Minha followed by the Habitin. So the Gemara says, what's the proof? So the Pasuk says, Ola u Minha. Have a Pasuk, Ola u Minha. It means the Ola is brought first and is followed by the Minha. The Habitin Linsachin. And then after the Habitin is brought, so then the Nisachin are brought. How do we know that? So he says, Shum Minha. Habitin has the name of a Minha. Which is, Habitin is a type of Minha. So therefore when it says the Pasuk, Ola U Minha, it means not only the Minha for the Ola, but any type of Minha. Any Minha that has a Shem Minha. Habitin has a Shem Minha. So you put all the Minahot together. So it would be Ola, the minha of the ola, followed by the habitin. Habitin is also a type of minha. So therefore, shim minha. That's the name of a minha. Let's read Rashi. Ola minha. Third line. Lakriv ola minha. unsachin That's the whole pasuk. Ola minha. Let's see juxtaposition ola minha. Lemidcha shetem minha ta ola achar ola miyad. That the minhah has got to be immediately after the law. Velo yafsiku habitin ben ola le minhah tamid. Don't s- s- separate it with the habitin. But after you bring the minhah, you bring the habitin. Why? Next verse. Shum minhah. Tu'il the habitin. Afhen minhah. Since habitin is also a minhah. Vizkika makatuv imat tamid. And the Torah mentions the habitin with the tamid. Dikhtiv ba it says. Ba'asiri ta'ifa solat le minhah tamid. So it has the word tamid by the minhat habitin, afites mukhal tamid. So to it should be close to the tamid, ahar minhat nisachin kedikhtiv ola uminha. Which means you would bring the korban ola, you would bring the minha, you would bring the habitin, followed by the nisachim. Now, the nisachim, the musafim. The nisachim, the pouring of the wine on the mizbah for the korban ola, comes before the uh, musafim. Okay, so how do we know that? So the pasuk says, zevah unsachim. Because the pasuk says, you bring the zevah, the korban, and then you bring the nisachim. Rashi says, lamadnu shelo yafsik korban akhir ben zevah al nisachim. We know that the zevah, which is the ola, should be followed by its nisachim. But if you're going to put the Musaf in between, you're going to have another Zevach in between the Zevach and the Nesachim. So therefore, from the fact that Zevach and Nesachim, we learn that no other Qurban should separate between the Qurban and its Nesachim. So again, it's Qurban, Minha, uh, Habitin, Nesachim. Now, there is one Tosafote that we should do. Look at Tosafote, we're going to say Habitin and Nesachim, Shum Minha. Hadelo Ka'amar Ta'ama Mishum, which means uh, 
maybe you could have brought me a proof that the Habitin has to follow the Qurbat, the Minha, because it says Mahasito Babokir. Which means that would imply, I guess that you have to do it in the morning. Bokir. So therefore you have to do it before something else. So since it says the word Bokir in the Pasuk of Habitin, that's how I know it has to be done before the Nesachim. Nesachim doesn't say the word Bokir. So he says, Meshub de Nesachim ketiv nami Bokir. That's it, that's what's answer. It does say Bokir by Nesachim. So from the Bokir aspect of it, both say Bokir. So therefore we have to come on to a different proof, because Shum Minha. It has the name of a Minha, so therefore it follows the Minha, then the Habitin. But from the Bokir angle of it, it's equal to Nesachim. Now, Comes the Gemara and continues. Umusafin le Bazikhin. The Musaf comes before the Bazikhin. What was the Bazikhin? There were two spoons that were on the Shulchan. They had Levona in them, frankincense. So you have to take them off on Shabbat and you would put them on the Mizbayah. So it says the Musaf comes before the Bazikhin. What do you mean? The Gemara says, Ve'atanya, we have a Braita, Bazikhin, called me the Musafin. That the Bazikhin come before the Musaf, so make up your mind. The Gemara says, Tana'i, it's a Mahloket Tana'im. Amar Abaye, Mistabra Keman Damar Musafin Kodmin the Bazikin. It makes sense to say that the Musaf comes before the Bazikin. Why? Labmi Amart Baboker Baboker Lagdim. Didn't we use a Sevara above that whenever it says Baboker Baboker by something, that's a Sevara to say it goes earlier? Hachaname Biyom Biyom the Ahir. By Musaf, it doesn't say Baboker Baboker, but it says Biyom Biyom. And Yom is a Sevarat to say to go later. Because Yom means do it in the thick of the day, which is later. So therefore it makes sense to do the Bazikhin and then to do the, to do the Musafin, I'm sorry, and then do the Bazikhin. Why? Based on the fact that it says Beyom Beyom. Now what's the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Beyom Shabbat, Beyom Shabbat Ya'archenu Lefne Hashem. So it says by the Bazikhin, Biyom Shabbat, Biyom Shabbat. So that implies later. So by the says, Mr. to put the Bazikhin after the Musafin. Let's read Rashi. Tanaehi. The B Yishma'av Rabbi Akiva Parigiba Pesachim. Okay, that's the Mahloket. Biyom, Biyom Shabbat Yarchenu. Velashon Biyom Mashra. Beor Atsuma Yom. Velo Bakiro. Meaning in the, like I said, the thick of the day and not in the morning. So Gebra says, Ma'ita Ama Deman. The Ahmad Bazikin Kodmin the Musafin. Oh, so what's the logic of the opinion that says that the Bazikin come before the Musafin? Gemar Huka Huka Mahabitin. He has a Gizira Shava. It says by Habitin the word Hok. And it says by Bazikin the word Hok. So therefore, just like Habitin are done before the Musaf, so too the Bazikin should be done before the Musaf. Gizira Shava Hok Hok. Rashi. Hukka, Again, just like the Habitin come before Musaf, so to the Bazikhin will come before Musaf, based on the Gizra Shava, Hok Hok. So the Gibran says, Ima'atam, well, if you're already learning uh, from uh, Habitin, Ima'atam, Gemar, if you're learning from there, Ligmera Kula Milta 
Me'atam, learn everything from there, which means, why did you bring it in before the Nesachim? Because isn't the uh, Habitim before the Nesachim? Of course. So just like the Habitim before the Nesachim, you should also bring the Basichim before the Nesachim. Which means, once you're learning it like from Habitim, learn, learn everything from Habitim. What was the order? Ola, Minha, Habitim, Nesachim. Good, so it should be. Ola, Minha, Habitim, Basichim, Nesachim. Put them both before the Nesachim if they're really equal, based on this Gizra Shabbat. So he says, no, لَأَخِ أَحَانِ بَيَوم بَيَوم لَأَحِرِ He says, that's why بَيَوم بَيَوم helps you. Because he also uses بَيَوم بَيَوم to delay. So therefore, بَيَوم بَيَوم teaches you to do it after the Nisachim. But the Hok Hoki teaches you to do it before the Musaf. So therefore you have uh, somewhere in the middle there. Again, the بَيَوم بَيَوم, which is a, 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 a seven to go later, teaches you, don't make it exactly like the Habitin. Habitin is early. The Habitin is done before the Nesachim. Not do the Bazikin after the Nesachim. Beyom Beyom Le'achir. But since it is, has a link to the Habitin, because that's the Hok Hok, it teaches you to do it before Musaf. Just like the Habitin is done before the Musaf. So those are the Sevrat, the Sevrat, the Shittah that says that the Bazikin is Kodmin Le'musafim. <coughs> Comes the Gemara and continues. Ketoret Shel Shahar, this is a quote from our Mishnah. Ketoret shel shahar, the ketoret of shaharit, hayta kerebam, was brought ben dam le'ebarim. It was brought between the two services, the Mishnah says. Between the dam of the korban, ola, and putting the ebarim on the mizbayah. So now the Gemara is going to analyze, because we never saw a shita yet that holds like this opinion of our Mishnah. That the ketoret is between the dam and the evarim. Gemara analyzes. The Gemara says, Mani, who's the author of this Mishnah? Irabanan. If you're telling me it's the opinion of the rabbis, ben dam lenerot mevaile. Well, let's review the opinion of the hachamim that argued on Abba Shaul. Hachamim held that the ketoret was brought between the hatavat hamesh nerot and the hatavat shte nerot. In between you had the Ketoret. Now, uh, according to our Mishnah, the Mishnah is saying it was actually brought between Dam. Now the Dam was brought, uh, according to our Mishnah, before the Hatavatanirot. So it's, it's Dam, before the Dam and the Evarim. That means according to the Mishnah you had the Dam, then you had the Hatavatanirot, and then you have the Ketoret, and then you have the Evarim. So that's not going according to the opinion of Hachamim, because Hachamim put the Ketoret smack in the middle between the two Hatavot. So again, the Kibaraz Dachon is Ira Banan, if it's the Rabbanan, Ben Dam Lenerot Mivaile. It should be between the Dam and the Nerot. Now, really, this Lashon is a little, little tricky. Did it bad questions over here? It should be not between Dam and Evarim. It should really be between between hatavot between the hatavot. It should it should say ben ner lener. It should say that's more that makes sense according to the shittah of the achamim because really it's between nerot and nerot. Why does the gemara use lashon over here? Ira banan ben dam lenerot mevaile. Well, it 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 is ben dam lenerot if you look at it in services. Meaning, there's the service of the dam and there's the service of the nerot. So in between the service of the dam and somewhere in the service of the nerot, you do have a service of the 
ketoret. But it would be more precise, really, if you'd say ben nerot because that's exactly where it is. But we explain it like that, meaning like the avodot between the avodah of the dam and the avodah of the ner. You have the avodah of the ketoret. Now i abashaul. And if it's going like Abbas Shaul, then Nerot le'evarim The Ketoret was brought after the Nerot, before the Evarim. So it's Nerot, Ketoret, Evarim. So Amishnah really does not uh, follow either opinion. Again, the Lashon of Amishnah was Ketoret Shilshalat Akirabah ben Dam le'evarim. Now, who's that opinion? Ben Dam le'evarim. So comes the Gebran says, Le'olam Rabbanani. Really, I'll tell you, Amishnah is following the banan. And really, the ketoret was brought between the Hattavat, Hamish Nerot, and Hattavat, Shtin Nerot. Ubisidra lo kamaidi. And Amishnah was not careful on order. Which means, the Mishnah is lav dafka. When the Mishnah is telling you, and the ketoret shel shahar was ben this to this, it's not really giving you the specific order. Rashi's Lashon is, look at Rashi. If so, once you say the Mishnah was not careful in its order, yeah. so you can say, Kibi Abba Shaul as well. Then why, why once you say that the order doesn't mean anything? So the Tosfot asked that question. Look at the bottom Tosfot. Le'olam Rabbanani. Ha'de lo ka'amar iba'itema Rabbanani iba'itema Abba Shaul. Ubisidra lo ka'amayri. Yesh toman mishum deresha de lo ka'abba Shaul. Because the beginning of our Mishnah clearly cannot be going like Abba Shaul. Why? Diktani v'nikhnas la'kir ketoret u'letiv nerot. Clearly it said in the Mishnah, he brings the Ketoret and then he goes Atavat Nerot. That cannot be Abashol, because Abashol puts the Ketoret after Atavat Nerot. So we know our Mishnah is going like Rabbanan. We just had a problem with the end of the Mishnah that put the Ketoret in the wrong spot. So says, oh, the Mishnah is not uh, going really in uh, Seder. It's just going, you know, in the things that were done for the Qurban Ula. You had to do the... Um, the dam, you have to bring the uh, ketoret, etc., the evarim, but it's really not discussing the placement of the ketoret. Okay, now we go further. Kavz Gebran continues, V'shel ben Arbaim, Ha'ita kereba ben evarim nitzachim. Okay, now we said the Tamitsha ben Arbaim, when did they bring the bones on the Mizbayah? Between... I'm sorry, the Ketoret of Ben Arbaim. When did they bring the Ketoret? Between the Evarim and the Nisachim. So they would put the limbs on the Mizbayah. Ketoret followed by the wine. So the Gemara says, Mina Nemile. How do you know this? Amar Buhanad, Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says, Kimincha Taboker Wuchnisko Taase. By the Tamicha Ben Arbaim, it says that you do it, Kimincha Taboker. Which means whatever you did in the morning, do in the afternoon. Just like in the morning, the ketoret comes before the nesachim. Afghan, ketoret kodemet le nesachim. So too in the afternoon, the ketoret comes before the nesachim. So you want to keep it exactly the same? Well, in the morning, the ketoret even comes before the evarim. 
Afghan ketur kodem and evarim. So in the afternoon it should also come before the evarim. In the afternoon you tell me it comes between the nesachim uh, and the evarim. And where are you learning that from? That has to come after. Uh, how do you know that it comes uh, after the nesachim? Because we know it from the morning. Just like in the morning. Uh, so before the Nesachim. Just like in the morning the Ketorah comes before the Nesachim. So too you want to tell me the afternoon the Ketorah comes before the Nesachim. So it comes, well in the morning the Ketorah actually comes even before the Evarim. So in the afternoon it should also come before the Evarim. So it says, Miketiv ke'ebreha boker. Does the Pasuk say that the afternoon Ketorah is like the, like the afternoon Tamid is like Ebreha boker, like the, like the bones of the morning Kurban? Kemerata boker ketiv. Like the minha of the boker. What's the minha of the boker? Kiminhata boker. Meaning minha the boker is the nesachim. Which is, it's similar to the nesachim of the morning, but it's not similar to the evarim of the boker. Therefore, in the morning, the ketorit is brought before the nesachim and before the evarim. However, in the afternoon, it's brought before the eva, it's brought, it's brought uh, uh, before the nesachim, but not before the evarim. Look at Rashi. As she says, Kemenhata um, Boker. Like the Menha of the morning to him in Haj Ayrib. That's where that's we learn the similarity. Now, the Ritba uh, the asks a question over here. He just says he doesn't know why the Gemara used this Pasuk over here to learn Ketorit. Kemenhata Boker which is written by the Ulat Tamid Shil Ben Arbaim, this Pasuk was not talking about the Ketoret. This becomes the Pasuk where we're learning Ketoret from. How do you know the Ketoret? In the afternoon is brought between the Nisachim and the Evarim. Well, we know from the fact of the Hatabok. He doesn't know why this Pasuk was chosen to teach us a law of Ketoret when the context of the Pasuk is not Ketoret. But in any event, it says, Ma'am and Hatabokir, Tehemeuheret, Liktoret, Right, the minhat haboker is after the ketorah. Chare af evarim yoharetla in the morning. Not only is the nesachim after the ketorah, but even the evarim uh, is after. Af minhat ha'erev sotu ketorah kodemetla. The ketorah will come first, followed by the nesachim. Oh, so the gemara says, if it's going to follow the nesachim, let it come before the evarim as well. Miketim keevrei haboker. Can you hear Evra Arif? What does it say that the Evarim of the Boker and the Evarim of the Arif should be similar? Vitiduk mine ma Evra Boker muharim lektoret. At Evra Arif muharim la. And you learn from there that just like in the morning, the Ketorah comes before the Evarim, in the afternoon, the Ketorah comes before the Evarim. Kemen hata Boker. Temen hata Arif. Velok Evra Haboker. Evra Arif. No, we're only comparing the Gabbet the Menachot, meaning the Nesachim. But we're not comparing the Gabbet the Evarim. So therefore, in the. Uh, in the evening, the ketoret comes before the uh, nesachim. Actually, in the evening, it's the uh, it comes between the evarim and the nesachim. So evarim come first, then you have the ketoret, then you have the nesachim. Okay, comes the gemara and continues. Tarul banan, we have a brayta. Venisko lebi'i tahin. We have a pasuk, literally it says, That for one of the kibasim, I mean there's two kibasim, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. So it says, So one of the kibasim gets nesachim. How much nesachim does it get? 
So the Gemara is assuming that from the Torah you only learn explicitly one of the two Qurbanot need Nesachim. And whichever that one needs Nesachim, we're going to learn the other one from them. But it doesn't say Nesachim by both. So the Gemara starts off. Again, Torah I'm finishing the Pasuk. It says, really it's written by Arbit, the Gemara says. And how do you know Sha'rit? You learn Sha'rit from Arbit that it also needs the Sakhin. Rashi. We know one needs the Sakhin. But it says, Arbit. Uh, Rashi tells us that Echad is Arbit. How do you know it's Arbit? Kabir Sha'rit. He says, Deham Mines Salik. Because right away, the beginning of the passage was talking about Arbit. It says right above this, And you should do one keves in the afternoon. Etc. So since the pasuk right before it was talking about the olat ben arbaim, then it says, uh, That ehad must be arbit. And therefore it's teaching you what? That Arbit gets the Sakhim. Once I teach Arbit gets the Sakhim, I'm going to learn to Sha'arit. As she says, Jilmat Sha'arit Mishil Arbit. Ma zeta'un Nesakhim. Av zeta'un Nesakhim. So too it also would need Nesakhim. Now, if you look on your uh, side of the Gemara for a second, you'll see Haggahot Ma'arav Ranchburg. It's on the right uh, margin. Gemara, Taro Lebanav Venesko, Mishel Arbit, Nersham Besido, Devadai, Menha, Unesachin, Elu, Atarvayukai. He says, oh, Gemara did not have a doubt whether Shahrit gets Nesachin. The Ranchburg is saying, for sure, just like Arbit gets Nesachin, Menha gets Nesachin, because when the Pasuk says Nesachin, is going back on both. The Akitib Batrev, Etakebis Asheni, which means it clearly says so clearly it says by Boker is also Nesachim so he has a whole different understanding of this Gemara Gemara is not coming to prove to you that the morning gets a Nesachim that's obvious you know what the that's what the Gemara is discussing which is the primary Nesachim? So the Gemara is saying, Arbit is the primary one. Because when it says, uh, It's telling you, one of the two is primary. Now what's Nafkamina? Primary, not primary. So Tosfot and Ahamud Shini says, you know what the Nafkamina would be? Let's say you only have a Revi'it For which Qurban should you use it for? So according to this Shita, use it for Ben Arbaim. Because that's the Ikar one. Now, do you, for Shaharit, do you use Nesachim? Badai! Badai! Of course you use it for the morning. But the point of the Gemara is which one has the primary? The primary one would be the Arbit, um, according to this opinion. And he says, V'nafka minak, y'moshkna tosafot, b'dibur matkhil abiyomer. Aval ha badai! 
דיידעינן שפיר, תשניהם טעונים נסכין, מקלט, כמנחת תבוכן ותוסקו. But for sure we knew that the morning gets a Nesachim. Now, what does it mean when the Gemara which means, which is this rabbi saying, even though it says the pasuk kmerhata bocher uktesko, which teaches the shari one, so the rabbanam will learn that derash kmerhata bocher uktesko, like we just learned above. We made a connection between the um, the tamid shabin harbaim and the tamid shel shachar legemed ketoret, which is where do you put the ketoret? Kmerhata bocher uktesko that the the ketoret ben harbaim. Goes, bef- uh, goes before the Nesachim just like it went in the morning. So that Pasuk, he didn't learn, that, that wasn't the source for his Ketoret, uh, for, for his, um, his Nesachim of Ben Arbaim. So therefore he said, Yilmad Shahrit Ba'arbit. Which is, you could learn Shahrit from Arbit. So the court of Rajput is like this. Really, we have a Beferush Pasuk to tell me that there's, that there's um, a Nesachim in Shahrit. That's uh, clear. But this Gemara is trying to say that this rabbi really used for something else. Like we learned in the last Gemara. We learned in the last Gemara to teach me the deen of the Ketoret. So therefore he said, Yilmad Shahrit from Arbit. But that's not the main focus of this Gemara. Because for sure the rabbis knew that you had to do a, a, a Nisachim in Arbit as well as Shahrit. But like we said, the purpose of this Gemara was to say, what is the Iqad? So the Banam will say when it says, it's a Kevis Ehad, right? The Kevis Ehad, that's Arbit. Therefore, like I said, enough coming out from the Tosafot. Now, Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Arbit Mishir Shahrit. He says, no, on the contrary, Arbit is from Shahrit. So when, because when it says in the Pasuk, the Lakevis Ehad, he learns going on Shaharit. Look at that she. The Lakevis Ehad and the Shaharit Kae. Shinemar bo in Takevis Ehad Taseba Boker. So when it says the Pasuk, then it's called the Eitahin Lakevis Ehad. What is that Ehad going on? Shaharit. Why? Because the Pasuk says, in Takevis Ehad Taseba Boker. So Ehad's the Boker. So therefore we have a Mahlog, which is the priority. According to the B, Shaharit is the Ikar. Tafka Mina, look at the Taptos Fot. רבי יומר של ערבית משל שחרית, נראה לי דעיקה בעיניי הוא סיבור שלא אהבו להם נסכים אלא לאחד. למען דבר דגמר של ערבית משל שחרית, אם כן שחרית עיקר. ויקריבם שחרית, ולמען דאמר גמר שחרית מערבית, יקריבם ערבית. תוספו ברינגס דאט נפקא מינא, which is the priority. So now the Gemara says, בשלמה לרבנן, I understand the rabbi's opinion. היי בתמיד של בן ארבעים כתיב. Which means, if you look at the Pasuk, when it said, the discord, if you eat in the Kevis Ehad, it was coming off the Tamid Ben Arbaim. So the rabbis make sense that the word Ehad is going on Tamid Ben Arbaim. El Rabbi, my Tama, but what's the reason of Rabbi? Amar Ababar Ula, Amar Kira, la Kevis Ha'ehad. He says, "V'niskor if eat in the kevis ayachad." Is you kevis shneimad bo ayachad? What is the kevis that the word ayachad is used by? Have a omer zet tamid shachar. Very good logic, going to the B. V'rabbanan my ayachad miyuchad shebeidro. Hakamim, hakamim have a different derasha on the word ayachad. 
They say Ehad comes to teach you Miyuhad, meaning you have to use the choice animal for the Qurban. So the Gemara says, with a bee, how does the bee know you have to use the choice animal for the Qurban? So he has it from a Pasuk, maybe the right Lashon of that words. That would be. Vechol mibhar nidrechem. That's the right Lashon. Mibhar nidrechem. Your choice. Nidarim. When a person brings a neder, bring the choice. Nafka. So therefore he knows choice from a different pasuk. Mifhar. So now, what do the rabbis uh, do with that? He says, Had had bin daba. Yeah, you're right. We have a pasuk that tells us when you bring a neder, it has to be choice. But bringing a neder is voluntary. How do you know that on a mandatory, you have to bring choice as well? So that's what pasuk says, Echad. So according to the rabbis, you need have two pasukim. One pasuk by a voluntary item, mifhar nidrechem, and one pasuk by a mandatory, that teach by a mandatory also to bring choice. So the Gemara says, you need two pasukim? One for mandatory, one for, for voluntary? The Gemara says, you do. V'sirikhe, you need it. Why? So look at that sheet, V'sirikhe, second line. Yes, sad note. There's a side to say, There's a logic to say that Dafka on a voluntary item, you have to make a choice. Because you're trying to appease, you know, you're giving a gift, you have to make it uh, acceptable. And there's another logic to say, no, that the Choba needs to be choice because you're paying a debt. You're paying an obligation, you better pay it from the choice to fulfill your obligation. So therefore, I cannot have learned one from the other. So if I need two pesukim. So let's review quickly outside this Semarot uh, over Comes out this last piece of Gemara, with a Mahloket, very important Mahloket, the Banan and the B, which Nisachim are Ikar. According to the Banan, Nisachim of Arbit are Ikar. Because when it says in the Pasuk, when it's called it, that Ehad is talking about the Erev, and you learn Shaharit from the Erev. Where the beast says, no, the Kevis Ehad, which Kevis has mentioned the word Ehad by it, it's a Kevis, that's the Shaharit. So he learns that Shaharit is Ikar. So the Gemara says, Bishtam al Rabbanan, it's good according to the Banan, because the word Ehad is going right after the, uh, the Sakim of Laila. So the Gemara says, what does uh, Rabbi do? Rabbi says, what are you talking about? I, like I said, Ehad is referring to Ehad So it comes the Gemara and says, okay, what does Rabbanan do with the word Ehad? Which means, uh, you have the word Ehad. No, he learns a different derash. He learns Miyuhad Shabbatro. Oh, so where does Rabbi learn Miyuhad? He learns it from Mibhad Drechem. He learns from, oh, so the rabbis, what do you do with Mibhad Drechem? They say, we need both. We need Mifhad and Rechem to teach me on voluntary items, it has to be choice, and Ehad teaches me Chola, And you need both, because like we're not be able to learn one from the other, because both have logics, why they tell me you'd have to bring choice. Comes the Gemara and continues. Imaya Kohen Gadol Zaken Estenis. Okay, so we said, if the Kohen Gadol was an old man or Estenis, he's finicky, sensitive, so then they would add some water, uh, they would add some hot water, that they heated up from before Kippur, and they would add it into the mikveh to take out the chill. Tanya, we have a bright Amar Biuda, Asheshiyot Chil Barzel Ayum Hamin Me'ed of Yom Kippurim. They would actually take iron rods 
and they would eat them up before Kippur, and then umatilin netok sonen. They would drop them in the cold mikveh, in order to take out the chill. It's because we have a machlok between the Mishnah and the Braita. The Mishnah said they would add water. The Braita said, tell you, no, take iron hot rods and just drop them in the cold mikveh. So the Gemara said, How could you drop hot iron rods in cold water? If you remember in Masik and Shabbat, we learned one of the melachot is makib patish. What is makib patish? Adding final touches, which means when you're finishing a keli. Now, in metal, when you drop it into the cold water after you make it, you know, boiling, after you make it hot, you drop it in water, it strengthens the, the metal, hardens it. That's called betzaref. And that's makib patish. So therefore the Kabbalah say, how could you drop it into the mikveh on uh, Kippur? Forget about the inyan of heating it up. We'll say, say it doesn't heat it up where it's boiling it. Okay, it just it takes the chill out. So you don't have a problem of bishul. But bottom line, when the cold water hits the ashashiyot, it's going to be mitzaref, it hardens it. That's the surah of Makkibit Patish. So the Gemara says, look at Ashi, Ashi is Dashon, ashashiyot, hatikot avot. Okay, ashashiyot means just thick um, pieces of metal. Kemo eshet chen, ve'afta shonachemim minorah ba'ah minayashet. Okay, just thick pieces of metal. Ba'alo mitzaref, hanoten barzel minayash lemayim. When you take barzel from the fire into the water, mitzarfo, mehazeko umakshehu. It strengthens it and makes it hard. So the Gemara says, Amar abibai, shelo egiya al tziruf. Rabbi Bai says, it didn't reach Siruf. What does that mean? Kevarayam mitsunan bimiksat. Which means already these rods, they cooled off already before you put them into the water. Even though the whole night you're leaving them in coals, so they're really getting hot. They didn't get so red hot that if you're going to drop them in the water, it's going to be tziruf. It seems that the rods have to be very, very hot for the tziruf process to work. So the Gemara says, yeah, they were hot enough to eat the mikveah, but they were not hot enough to have a problem of tziruf. That's an abibai. Abaya Amar, afidu tema shegiya le tziruf. Abaya says, you know what? You can even say they were piping hot, and really tziruf happened. But what? Davar she'en mitkaven mutar. Abaya says, hindush. When the guy's throwing the pipes in the uh, the rods in the water, he has covered out to make tziruf. Of course not. This covenant is to what? To eat up the water. Uh, so you're asking a question. Which means we know a rule that even if you don't have kavanah for something, but if it's inevitably going to happen, so that's a sur, even according to the opinion that says the Vashem is mutar. So the truth of the matter is the Mefarshim asked this question. The, well, I don't know if you need in this case that you want it to happen. You really don't want it to happen. You don't care for that. But the point is, like you said, it is a psikreshet. So the Mefarshim asked this question. So the Tosfot Arosh answers, it's the easiest answer. You have to say it's a case where it's not a psikreshet. Where it's not automatically going to happen. Or you can explain that since it's in your ability to pull it out right away, so it's not a psikreshet. Because I guess you have to leave it in the water for a certain amount of time for the siruf to happen. So if you just drop it in and then immediately pull it out, siruf is not going to happen. So when it's in your ability to stop it from happening, you can't call it a psikreshet. But here we see a hadush of Abayeh. Abayeh is saying that davar she'emet kaven mutar. So comes the Gemara and says, is that so? Umi amar Abayeh, eh? Does Abayeh subscribe to the opinion that says davar she'emet kaven mutar? We have a brighter. Besar or lato. 
pasuk says, "Ubayom eshimini yemol besar orlato." On the eighth day, you, uh, you you cut the flesh of the orla. Now that word basar is extra. The pasuk could have just said, "Ubayom eshimini yemol orlato." Cut the foreskin. What does it mean? The flesh of the foreskin, besar orlato. So the Gemara says, "Afilu bimkom sheyesh sham baheret yakutz." Even if, let's say, there's a sara'at, a piece of leprosy on the Brit Milah. So the Hidushin, the normally you're not allowed to cut leprosy. Hishamir benega sara'at. The Torah puts a lot against cutting sara'at off the flesh. The Hidush by Brit Milah is, that even if on the basar there's a baharit, when normally you're not allowed to cut by Brit Milah, you cut it. So it comes to the Gemara, that's the opinion of Rabbi Yoshia. So comes to look at Rashi. Okay, just continue. The Gemara continues, the Gemara analyzes, What do I need this uh, Pasuk for? Why? Look at Rashi. What do you have to have the extra word, Basar, to come and tell me that I can cut the Tzara'at off? The Matsi the Mikhtab Yemor on Lato, the Katab Basar the Rabot Basar Amur Benegaim. Right, so the actual word Basar, it teaches me the Gaim. Adam Kiye Beor Besaro. Lamalikra, Hadavashen Mitkavenu. What do you mean? When the guy's cutting the Brit Milah, does he have Kavanah for the Tzara'at? He has no Kavanah for the Tzara'at. This Kavanah is for the Milah. The Amar Abaye, so Abaye answered this question. Let it be Yuda, the Amar Davashen Mitkaven Asur. It's coming according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda normally holds in the whole Torah, Davar Shemit Kaven Asur. So the Hadush Babri Milah is that this Davar Shemit Kaven is mutar. We have a special Gizrati Katul Babri Milah. Now from the fact that Abaye is answering the Pasuk Nishitat Rabbi Yehuda, it's much why he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, if really he holds Davar Shemit Kaven Asur, back to the question, how could you throw these Asashiyot into the Mikveh and you tell me they reached the level of Siruf? Aye, Abaye, you hold Davar Shemit Kaven Asur. So we're back to the question. And how do we know that Abiyah holds the Shemit Kaven Asur? Because when it came to the Pasuk of cutting the Brit Milah with the Sarat, you came along and said, What do you need a Pasuk for? It's the Vashemit Kaven. So you said, Oh, you need a Pasuk. Because really the Vashemit Kaven is Asur. And without a Pasuk, I would say it's forbidden to cut the Sarat off the Milah, even though you're not having Kavana. So I have a Pasuk that says Milah is an exception. Yeah, but everywhere else, the Vashemit Kaven Asur. So the Gemara answers, Hani Mile Bechola yeah, when does Rabbi Yehuda say Davar Shemit Kaven Asur only on Isuret de Oraita? Avalacha Siruf de Rabbananava. But here we're talking about a Siruf that's only Asur mit Rabbanan. We'll see why in a second. And therefore, that she's learning a big Hadush here. That Rabbi Yehuda that we learned throughout Chas that says Davar Shemit Kaven Asur is only by Isur Torah. However, by Isur de Rabbanan. Mutar. Now why is the Siruf is only Sudra Banan? So the Tosfot speaks out because Siruf the Orait is by Kelim, is by vessels. For example, remember we learned the Masechet Shabbat, we had a um, Meham. A Meham is like a urn, right? And they emptied it out from its hot water, then they want to put cold water in it. So there the Gibbara said, oh, I'm at Saref. Because it's boiling out of the water. By adding the cold water, now you're causing the urn to harden, to strengthen. That's Siruf Dorat, because it's on a keli. Masha'ekin on rods, these are not kelim. These are just metal rods. So Siruf is only Dorat when it makes a keli. 
Mashiikin on a rod, which is not a keli, tziruf is only the banan. And therefore the Gemara wants to say, oh, Yisud Rabbanan, no problem of the Rashim, it kaveh, therefore it's mutalikat, Rashi's lashon. Ve'amar abayeh, alma sviril abayeh, dekram misayali the Rabbi Yudam, it is tzirich ral mishnehem, the fact that abayeh was discussing Rabbi Yudam's opinion must be, he all like him. Bechol atura be'esurat de'oraita kegon kotzetz ba'eret tichtiv hishamer benegat saraat be'amar mor bekotzetz barton katum medaber. Which means by de'oraita is like cutting off a saraat. Davashim et kaven is asur. And if we need a special pasuk to come and tell me, mami la, it's okay. Masheikin on isudra bananz not a problem at all. Now you see that she's last short at the end there. He says the inch shvut be'megdash lo garsinan. Which means don't get involved with the inshvut of mikdash. Which means that she's learned has got nothing to do with inshvut of mikdash. There's a principle that stands and says isud rabbanans don't apply in the mikdash. That she says don't get involved with that. It's got nothing to do with inshvut of mikdash. The reason why it's mutar is because by isud rabbanan davash imet kaven is mutar. Which is according to that she it's mashba that this would be mutar not only in the bet mikdash it would be mutar. Outside the Beit Hamikdash, it's not a special hetir for Beit Hamikdash. It's a it's a hetir all over the place. Now I should point out that once you see that she's not being goddess, this obviously the Ari Shonim that are goddesses, and some Shonim want to say no, 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 no. All hetir over here is because the siruf is the banan, and in the Beit Hamikdash. We have a rule, Enshmut Mikdash, and that's why it's permissible. But outside the Beit Mikdash, even this item would be Asur. Which they want to learn that what? That the Varshe'in Mitkaven, according to the Biyudas, Asur, Ben Bedeoraitas, Ben Bedrabanans. Ela what? On a Drabanan, like this case, in the Beit Mikdash, based on the principle, Enshmut Mikdash, that's why it would be permissible. So it's a fantastic Mahlok and Rishonim. Exactly to what extent Rabbi Yehuda holds the Vashem and Kaven. Lishitat Rashi, Ot Rabbanan, the Vashem and Kaven Mutar. So you don't need a bit of Mikdash necessarily to have the Eter. But Shekhar Kotra Rishonim, which is the Tosafot, you have the Benu Hananel, they want to have the Girsa of Shvut the Mikdash, and that's the way the dynamic, the, the, the mechanics are working over here. It's a Rabbanan. And the fact that it's in the Beit Hamikdash, that's why we're being lenient. But anywhere else, in the Chinameh, would be asul. Let's just say over the Shitab the Tosafot over here. Tosafot, who has the Girsav in Shvut the Mikdash, is learning again the following: that really the Biyuda holds the Bar Sheimet Kaven Asur in the Torah, Bechol Torah Kula, which is in all other places in the Torah. If you did the Isur below Mit Kaven, it's Asur. However, on Shabbat, there's an added ingredient. On Shabbat, to be Hayam and Torah, to be similar to the Mishkan. And the Mishkan, it was called Melechet Machshevet. It was a Melacha that had intent. I would call it intent. However, if you do a Melacha on Shabbat, without intent, automatically those forces it turns into a Drabbanan. So every Melacha on Shabbat that's not Metkaven, by its nature, is Drabbanan. Even if you did something that potentially can be a Deoraita, if you had Kavana, but once you do that, potential de'oraita without kavana, automatically it's a sudra rabbanan. Oh, so the based on Tosfot Girsad that says ve'en shvut be'mikdash, so that's why tziruf would be permissible in the Beit Hamikdash on Kippur because it's melekat ma'ashev you don't have, and since you have melekat ma'ashev, automatically it's rabbanan en shvut be'mikdash. Therefore, mutas. That's the machlokim between Nashi and the Tosfot. Comes the next Mishnah. Okay, now we continue about the Tevilot that the Kohen Gadol did on Yom Kippur. The second Tevilah, they bring him to Beta Parva, 
Ubakodesh Aita, like we learned, it was in the Kodesh, in the holy section, because all the Tevilot besides the first Tevilah are done in the Kodesh. Again, they took the linen talet uh, and they used it as a partition to separate him from the people. He made and then he takes off his clothes. That's according to Hakamim. The Bimihiromer Pashat Kidesh Yadav Vedaglaim. He takes off his clothes first, and then he does the Kidush Yadayim Vedaglaim. Which is, we learned this Mahalokan already above. Very important Mahalokan in the Banana Bimihir. When exactly does he do the Kidush Yadayim Vedaglaim? When his clothes are still on, or after he takes his clothes off? Yarad Vetabad, he goes down to the Megveh. Alai comes up, then it's Tapag, and he dries himself off. Now they bring him the white garments because now he's going to go do the avodah b'fnim. Lavash, he puts the garments on. According to everybody, only after he gets dressed, he makes the kiddush adayim v'raglaim. Now the Gemara Mishnah tells us a chiddush. Bashachar ayalovesh filusin shel shne maasar mane. In the morning. The garments, the white garments that he used to wear, were from Pelusin. Where is Pelusin? Right, Pelusin would be the Egyptian linen. That she says that it's Hashuvu uh, Me'ule. So he would wear garments made in Egypt that were worth Shnem Asar Maneh. That had a very expensive price to it, 12 Maneh. Now each mane is a hundred zoos, so it would be twelve hundred zoos. That's how much they would cost. Now Ben Arbaim Hinduin. In the afternoon when he would wear the Bagdad Lavana second time, they would be Hinduin. So Mahalokid is chunim either that's from Ethiopia or India. Shimona Meod Zoos. And they were only eight hundred zoos. So the morning garments were more expensive by four hundred zoos by a third than the afternoon garments. Gabra will explain why. So again, according to the Bimi'ir, it's 12 zoos, 12 mana in the morning, which is 1200 zoos, and it's 800 zoos in the afternoon. Morning garments are from Egypt, afternoon garments are either from Ethiopia or India. So Rahimim also agreed that there was a third difference between the morning and the afternoon. They just thought it was more expensive. The morning was 18, which comes out to 1800 zoos. Right? It was 18 mana, and in the afternoon it was 1200. Now, Altogether, according to the Hakamim, it's 30 maneh altogether in clothes. Between the 18 in the morning and the 12 in the afternoon. Now, why is he giving us number 4? So, Elu Mishel Higdesh. That's the Hagot about changes it. Which means, who pays for these clothes? So, the, the Mishnah is telling you, well, there's an allotment from Higdesh for 30 maneh for Begadim. Higdesh pays for that. Now, if the Quran wants to wear fancier garments, and he wants to go above the 30 maneh that they allot him, it should be a He's allowed to do that. That's read Rashi. Heviu lebeta parva litbol tevila shiniya shehi teuna makom kadol kavishit da'el. Rabbi Meiromer pashat tehila. Rabbi Meir says he takes his garments off first. Va'arka kiddush, like we learned above, perishit da'el. Look down. Va'shachar begadim shlovish betvila zu hayu mepeshtan. 
של של מדינת פלוסין אוקיי, okay, the Yerushami says was from the city of Ra'meses in Egypt שהוא חשוב ומעולה ובין הארבעים בגדים שלובש להוצאת כף ומחתה הנדואין שהיו מפשטן של ארץ הנדואין וארץ כוש so the Shilans הנדואין is כוש Ethiopia the Ritbah learned של פשטן של מלכות הודו that's India כדי מתרגיל יותר מעוזיאל היהפוך כושי עורו הנדואה In the way the Targum explains the word Kushi is in Dua. Now, the question that the Tosafot asks on this Mishnah is why when Rabbi Meir is giving his Shi'ur of the Begadim, he goes, right, he goes, starts with Maneh and then goes to Zeus. But when the Rabbis give their Shi'ur, they keep it Maneh Maneh. Now, the Tosafot is actually on the Amud Rishon Lamidheh. It's the Tosafot Tibur Matheel, Hinduvin Shel Het Meot Zeus. That was all belongs to the Mishnah. You know, I'm not Lo yadarna amai lo kama shil het mane kedamar beresha. So I don't know why it didn't use the lashon shemona mane just like, uh, you know, uh, in the beginning, which means you, you, you use yud bet mane, so use uh, shemona mane. So, Tosafot goes and asks questions and questions. At the end, if you look at all the way at the end of the Tosafot, the last line he says, V'sheme yesh lomar, ena lashon nofel betov lomar shmona maneh. At the end he says, it just doesn't flow correctly in the lashon. Which means, shmona maneh. Means it's easy to say, shmona meot zuz, as opposed to Shmona Maneh, I guess the words are very similar. Shmona Maneh. So therefore, that's his answer, which is uh, you know, not the best uh, answer that we were expecting, but that's the answer of the uh, Tosavot. In any event, the Gemara is going to have to prove to us why the clothes of the morning were more expensive by a third, according to both opinions than the clothes in the afternoon. <laughs>